Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our Cure and Parent series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, hey. Here we are. We're missing someone. Yes, we are. And that's a good thing because Bruce is getting a little bit, I mean, he was ordered to have it, but uh, some time away. He doesn't love vacation, but it's. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. He has to go and and soak up some sun, and that's what we need for him. Six, seven months? Yeah. How long? Oh, I think he gets a day and a half or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. But we're we're still in the cure in parents, but the first thing I want to say is. We just released uh, a video that we're very excited about. No it's called The Path. And the idea behind it was often when you first encounter this message of grace and you think, oh, my gosh, this is the Jesus that I always thought was Jesus. And I so want this. Um, it's sometimes difficult to talk to other people about what that might look like. They give you kind of funny looks when you're trying to make this distinction between the two. So we created this video for people uh, all across the spectrum, people who've known Jesus for decades and people who've never even heard the name of Jesus. And it's three minutes. And right now it's on our YouTube. It's on our Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. It's on Twitter. Go find it. If you like it, share it because we think this is a good tool for you to start Absolutely. the start the conversation. Um, just like the Cure in Parents is another tool. It's just longer. So this is one of those things where this may get you into a conversation about mm-hmm. the Cure in Parents. And it's something you can send out and share so go find that. What's been the initial response to it, David? So it's been out less than 24 hours, and we have gotten some of the sweetest notes yeah. from yeah. friends Brent and Sherry, people on our board, people on our advisory council, people that I've never met who are just writing to say, we want this you know, for our, you know, our ministry. We want to share this because we created it for people to be able to invite others into their ministry. This isn't just about us. You know, we didn't create this message. We're just fellow stewards. So find it, share it. It's going to be it's going to be really great. Um, Bill, had had we had this when we how many times have we gone to Branders where they stood there and tried to figure out now who are you guys? In? Right. Now is this first base and we put right. this in, oh. and and now we just Please say don't ever make me go we, to what, one but of now those you just say time. look at this exactly look at this exactly. it but is you do promise you'll never make me go to uh, gosh I no okay. it will not <laughs> never so we are continuing in the cure and parents and uh you'll remember that we have both story and something we call inside the episode it's it's where they're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and it's our teaching portion so we want to start on page 28 of the cure and parents and you can get this on amazon now it's fully released um and I, we'll start at the top of page 28 so we start with this story of Madison and Jim, and this Madison's the daughter, and um, she's out on this pier in Newport, and she is not happy with her dad. So it says, on that pier with Madison, Jim was trying out a profound life truth, and he was doing it poorly, but still, his willingness to risk movement toward Madison by starting to own his wrong carries a significance he cannot yet understand. As a parent, there's nothing more important than earning your children's trust. Nothing. The degree to which your children trust you is the degree to which they will let you love them, no matter how much love you have to give them. We may have great intentions to pass on values, beliefs, wisdom, and truths, 
We may faithfully love, protect, and direct our children, but if they don't trust us, nothing is really happening. Consider the earlier statement about God. Because God's primary goal is earning my trust, so he can love me and increasingly mature me, correct my behavior, and free my life, I will attempt to offer the same for my mm -hmm. child. And when my child trusts me, I can give love that can be received, I can teach truth, and I can provide guidance. It's the exact same pattern to health for me and my child as it is with God and me. Mm. Don't forget, the heart is only mm. accessed by trust. Amen. Mm. Uh, you know, as we reread that, so I good. realize again that this may be one of the most important points in the whole book. Mm. Just, just stating it several times, nothing is more important than for a parent to be someone their child trusts. Yeah. And so many parents don't know how to be real in their relationship with their children, so their children never get them, mm. never get them. It's such an upside-down thinking because you feel like if I'm vulnerable and admit my wrong to my child, I'm going to lose their respect. Exactly. And just the opposite is true. Absolutely. If I will own... My failure, they will trust me more. Exactly. In fact, it's a path to earning their trust is to say, this is where dad messed up. And I want you to know that yeah. was about me, not about you. And they go, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. I'll yeah. let you teach me now. So how does this truth, how does it coincide with something like um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 20, children obey your parents for this pleases the Lord? What? How do we talk about that? Uh, that's a great statement, David, because there's a direct correlation between trust and obedience. It's, it's a direct correlation. The uh, phenomenal reality is this. We will comply, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we will not obey unless we trust the one mm -hmm. who is trying to give us direction, love, and guidance. And... That happened time after time after time after time after time. God's examples in the scriptures with Israel and others. You're saying that they complied, but they didn't get the heart of it. They didn't exactly. trust it, so they didn't grow. And they exactly. just did the same thing, exactly. found the so loopholes. Children, children obey your parents. In that verse, there's this reality because your parents are people you trust. Mm. And that's, that's the reality. Mm -hmm. See, because God is a God you can trust like a parent trust him. And and it's true. It's just true about us. If I'm not able to trust God, I will oh, never yeah. obey God. Israel is the perfect example. They feared God's authority because they never trusted his person. Mm. And they complied to God, but they never honored God. And, and God is perfect, and yet we're not perfect. So what John was saying about how important it is for us to own our stuff, for us to let them in, well, that that keeps the idea of trust actually uh, available to us when we're willing exactly. to say, no, I'm not perfect like God. And, exactly. and I think it's why Paul says, along with children, obey your parents. He says, parents, 
Don't exasperate your kids. Exactly. So that they can do it. I mean, give yeah. them a way so that they can trust you, yeah. so they can obey you. Yeah. Because yeah. God is not a God of control. God is a God of invitation. God is a God of, of helping us to flourish in who he wants us to be, right? Amen. Just like a parent. Amen. That's a good Look at thing you! To you're say. you're you've become Bruce McNichol. This is all he does on these podcasts. He just asks these questions. Yeah, That's so good. I, I, I want to come back to this pretty interesting statement here. We've used it all the time. Been teaching it for years. The degree to which your children trust you is the degree to which they will let you love them. Another way to say that is this: the degree to which your children trust you is the degree to which they will experience your love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that is the reality of it. So many people I've met with across a table for years mm-hmm. and years, mm-hmm. they have a statement something like, I know my parents love me, but. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know my parents love me, but. And that but is always, I know my parents love me, but I didn't experience the love they have for me. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, for me, as you guys know, that, that lesson became driven home by my dear wife yeah. early in our marriage. Yeah. With a very simple statement, Bill, I'm really unhappy in our marriage because you, Bill, will not let me love you. Mm-hmm. Why can't you trust me? It, the Holy Spirit used it just to tear my heart open. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I was 27, I realized I was a Christian 10 years, that I honestly, to that point in my history, had never trusted anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how. Mm-hmm. And grace mm-hmm. was dying in our marriage with a husband that was doing everything he could to please her, and she was miserable. So that she would be happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't want to be pleased. She wanted to be trusted so she mm-hmm. could love me. And and it's been amazing since then. But that's that's kind of like a reality statement for many parents it's like, how do I, as a dad, understand that the heart of my child needs to trust my person, but I never am not dad? Yeah. That, that's, that's, I still am dad. You, you were 27 when you even had this epiphany, yes. which came from grace. So you're talking about being very early in this journey of even thinking about this while you had children. Yes. So one of the reasons, and, and I've heard you say something like this, why we're writing this to parents it, is because if we have never learned to trust, if we've never learned how important it is to receive love through trusting someone else, we as parents can't guide our children. Amen. Amen, David. Amen and a screaming amen. You know, there's three statements or three points in a statement here that I want to reread again. It says, when my child trusts me, I can love them. I can teach them truth, and I can provide guidance. Those three realities are exactly what Jesus did with the disciples. Mm. He loved them, he taught them truth, and he guided them. That is a beautiful illustration of something I get to do as a parent. Why wouldn't I, as a Christian parent, want to teach my children truth? But listen carefully I can't teach them truth I myself have not experienced. I hated I hated the first time you told me that. Yeah. And, and all the, the way through the, the 97th and, time, yeah. I remember thinking, Bill, you have no idea. I, I mean, the scripture says it, so I'm allowed to. And now I get what you're saying. The heart of it has become more and more palatable, if you yeah. will, that 
I don't want to even try to teach truth. I can say this is truth from the word, yes. but I don't want to try to to teach something I haven't experienced. I want to try to experience the love of something that's in the word so that Amen. I can pass it on. And experience the truth in the word. We say to a lot of audiences, well, how would I know that I'm trusting truth? Very simple. You always act upon it. That's why obedience and trust are inseparable in the scripture. Mm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Why? So you can obey him. Why? Because he wants to love you, guide you, and provide truth in your life. They're inseparable. And yet so many of us have this cognitive awareness of Christianity, of God, and of things, but our heart has never acted upon what we cognitively say we believe. And until it does, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think there's this picture that we have in our mind that we're supposed to be the parents. And the parents are right, better, stronger, bigger, all those things. I, that, that statement that offends all of us so much is when someone says, I'm I'm not supposed to be their friend, I'm their parent. You and know. you go, well, unless they let you be their friend, they're not going to let you parent them. <laughs> it's, uh, just, it's just it's just wild. Yeah. I remember in a class I was teaching on this subject, and I was talking about how critical it is for me as a, as a dad to be mature enough to let God love me. And one guy in the audience just jumped to his feet and he says, I, I'm not that mature. So you're telling me I'm really screwing my kids up. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know if you're screwing your kids up or not, but if you're not letting God love yeah. you, yeah. then I'm going to tell you it's your kids are paying for it. I mean, he just started crying. It was yeah. like, boy, you're. I'm going to bring you with me wherever I teach, right. sir. You're doing a great job yes. of making this thing make sense. <laughs> and sometimes you're saying something so positive, and then they say, so what you're saying yeah. is that my – and I'm saying, well, I'm not saying that, but you're getting the application. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, this is such a powerful lesson. we got to come back to this next week. Absolutely. And uh, so we're going to come back to this next week. And if just a reminder to go take a look at the path because that's, that's a really good introduction into just the beginnings Tell of this Tell us again how we get to the path. So you can go to YouTube and you can go to the True Face channel and just type in the path, go there. Or you can go to uh, True Face Life on Instagram. You can go to True Face on Twitter. Or you can go to uh, True Face on um, Facebook. So Thank you, thanks David. so much for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next week. Great, great to be with you. Thanks for listening to the True Face podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support True Face financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit trueface.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit trueface.store.